Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, mutants, marvels, monsters, morlocks, and chuds, this is the Set in Stone Podcast. In this issue, we've got the hilarious and really awesome Sig Henriquez. You move to an area and you multiply. There is another organism on this planet that... A virus. Human beings are a disease, a cancer of this planet. You are plague. We are the cure. And back again is co-publisher and writer. For Moto Samurai Comics, Steve, kind of spearheading this interview. In this issue, we go over comics and influence and family and just a just a ton of stuff. Uh, Sig is probably one of the hardest working, most fascinating people I've met in a long, long time. Sig is a longtime ACC member. He's an independent creator of his own comic book, Germs, which is about the human immune system, which we'll go all over. You'll also be able to find Sig's work in the upcoming Live Free, Die Free LFDF Comics Presents Flipbook, spearheaded by Free Isabello. So take a listen, learn a little something, and enjoy this interview with Mr. Germs himself, Sig. This is uh, Dave Stone, and this is James Stone right here. And this, introduce yourself to the audience. Hi, I'm Sig Henriquez. That's right, and we are here for the first of many, which is not the first. It's more like the third <laughs> or fourth. Guess what? This is the first one I'm on, so it's one to me. This is probably issue number four of the Set in Stone podcast. Welcome. So, uh, Sig. Thank you. This is all about you because hopefully people know who we are by now. And if they don't, oh. hey, keep tuning in. And I'm completely uninteresting at all. So I, uh, yes. uh, he's under uh, interesting. Uh, sure. um, and, of course, a honky. Yeah. The, now, cold the, the coldest of ass honkies. Yeah. Now, so tell us a bit about your, you. Um, what's your heritage, background? Uh, I was, I'm Puerto Rican. I was born in San Juan, Puerto Rico in 1974. I'm sorry. Um, and that's okay. <laughs> oh no! I mean, oh, really interesting. That's that's good to know. No, so oh, cool from the the pinnacle of whiteness, Florida, Steve. Yeah, that is correct. From the Orlando's of Florida. So, what brought you from Puerto Rico to the U.S. and what part of the U.S. when you did come? Uh, it was a Delta, I believe, to the right to Las Vegas. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. The uh, 
You weren't a political prisoner just on the run? I did not say that. <laughs> okay. But, no, that, to be fair, he did say Delta, so there there was no security back in the Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I just I was just held onto the wheel and it <laughs> brought me up in the retraction. <laughs> so, was it just you? Were you uh, nope. smuggling yourself across the border? Was My it? dad was smuggling his wife and three boys, and which I was the eldest. Oh, okay. I can relate to that. So we have were something. Also smuggled? Yes, uh, in a womb. <laughs> in a womb, from one womb to the next. And uh, no, I was no, I was born in Orlando, but no, I'm the eldest of the three Stone brothers. Oh, cool. So I can relate in that aspect. So being pushed out there first to every exactly like enjoying three. life, and then all of a sudden it was ruined. <laughs> Four years late. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. That's, you know, that, that's interesting. That's uh, a lot of people say that being the first form, and mm-hmm. I don't remember ever not my brothers being there. Yeah. Well, maybe how well, many years between. Well, that's because when uh, trauma hits, that's when you every two years it came around. Oh, oh trauma see, hits you. That wasn't old enough for you to yeah, get a personality. Yeah. yeah, that he was already becoming his own little stuck-up person by the time I showed up, and I didn't even have that. Like less than a year later, my younger brother was born. So yeah. So yeah. So he got stuck down. So not only was I the annoying little brother, I was also had my own annoying little brother. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and then an annoying big brother. Awesome. <laughs> I know that. So what's he the difference? He's looking at me in my crib you know it was just me for a long time, right? My, the knives I'm, went missing, you know how yeah. it was. I'm 39. My next brother is, will be 38 in September. Okay. Or he just turned 38 in September. So And then my brother after that is 30. We'll turn 37 in uh March. So they were, you guys were one after another, and then they went, what are we doing? Yeah, and like, what are, we're nuts. <laughs> we got <laughs> They three. came to their senses, yeah. Well, if it makes you feel any better, my wife, one of her, her aunts has seven children, or no, six, six children, and they're all exactly, not exactly, but they're a year apart. So she's got one, two, three, four, five, six year olds, and then I'm like, all right, so... It's just about that time. <laughs> Number seven should be coming. That's crazy. So, well, I mean, you guys Irish or something? Her family, Irish, <laughs> Irish Catholic. Well, yeah, yeah, like her, can't her, have any. It's old world stuff. Yeah, but let's, doesn't her mom have like her mother? Uh, had, like fourteen sisters. My, my, she, well, no, just like my yeah, mom. My, my mother, mother is, fourteen sisters. My and mother, three brothers. <laughs> my wife was like a Stargate, not really. <laughs> It's just like the Americans coming up from Alpha Centauri. She's like the mom and aunt, just handing the baby over. And we all got to pick pickaxe and an army helmet. (laughs) Your mother. It was like the silver spoon. Your mother, the queen. The queen of... uh, My grandmother. Your grandmother, yes. My wife's grandmother um, had 14 children, uh, boys and girls. It was almost... Seven and seven is somewhere around that. And you should have at least what two or three kids, right? Oh, let's put it this way: my wife is the eldest of thirty-four grandchildren. That's crazy. That's like Osama bin Laden numbers. I know. We're starting our own little tribe of. uh, Well, that's a a different story. (laughs) I'm in his grandchildren. I'm in his children. Let's just say we're on film right now, so I can't talk about our. I can neither confirm nor deny. The existence of anything at this moment. So, but back to you. Like so, 
<laughs> it's okay there. Actually, they're a little bit more Irish, so they're going to be like, hey, we're going to just, I don't know, just let's just drink some beer. I don't have, we don't have beer. Always with the political. Forget it. We're not motivated at all. We're just like, ah, we're going to start a queue, but queue who? Let's just get a beer. I'm a queue at the bar. And for some reason, yeah, I, yeah. I started going to go, to go from the Irish to a little Scottish and it didn't quite work out. But you know, I think we're agree. all sufficiently tired of I, that. Pretty much. <laughs> I just learned it, so I'm, I'm with you, buddy. From, from him. Oh, oh I see. <laughs> so, where are, how old were you when you came to the States? Uh, six years old. Six years old. Yeah, 1980. And 79, where, 80. Where did you... Um, land in that delta like right in puerto rico i mean right in las vegas <laughs> okay yeah look out the window there you go they left plymouth and landed in plymouth yeah here right so and you've been here ever since the whole time yeah the whole time yeah Vegas! I had no control over it. I was Me kidding. neither! <laughs> no control over being born in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Or yeah. born at all. Or born at all. That is true. So For everything I've done, actually, I'm at it. <laughs> I am somebody's like a, a giant spaz happening in life. I'm somebody's pawn. I don't know who. <laughs> well, that's, let's, let's figure that out. Yeah. So, out. tell us a little bit about... What? You, you are into comics. You're just listening. We just hugged. <laughs> and that was a hug. That was a... Uh, what, what got you into comic books? What got me into comic books? The awesomeness of it. The, it was... Uh, I guess everybody's born susceptible to something, whether it's sports or music or whatever. Uh, to me, it was like the whole no, we're sci-fi. Talking about the whole stuff. Not music we're or sci-fi. about sci-fi, <laughs> yeah. Well, to me, I was susceptible to I was drawn to that sci-fi already. Ah, the strange stuff, the artwork, the cool characters, the cartoons, the toys. I was just... You may want to do a quick pan when he says toys. I was yeah, completely... Uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll give those who happen to be seeing this, if we actually do show anything, the awesomeness that is uh, Casa... This fortress is all Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and those are just massive amounts of goddamn figures. <laughs> and uh, I... <laughs> For those of you listening, I pan around and stared at my face. So. And just terrified the viewing audience. <laughs> so, yeah, I... Uh, I was just completely drawn to that whole world. Uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends, that cartoon in yeah. the 80s, that was my very first uh, um, introduction to that whole world. Um, I think, actually, the live Spider-Man show in back in the early 80s or oh, late yes. 70s, I think I saw that somewhere. But definitely Spider-Man and his amazing friends for it. That got me. Boom. And Transformers. Transformers, to me, is still one of the best sci-fi ideas ever. Alien Let's roll out. Dude, Alien Robots? What? Um, Just that. Uh, So anyways, um, yeah, so that ever since, you know, and then when I was in junior high, I had the freedom to walk to the corner store and right there on the newsstand was X-Factor. Like when they first started, you know, to be the first X-Factor with the classic X-Men, the classic four, 
you know, uh, Cyclops, uh, Jean Grey. Oh, the, the Butch the guys. guys. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I that was my first comic book. I bought that, and I went to the uh, park, read it under a tree, and boom, man, I was hooked ever since. It, it coincided right with that. You know, the cartoons and the toys of the 80s, and now the, here, here were the comic books in junior high. Then when I went into, I had the option for an elective in artwork, you know, and art, I've always drawn, by the way. Um, I uh, went in an art class, and I met other kids that had other comic books, and we would trade and talk about that whole thing. And then high school just amplified that. Fantastic. What, when, now, tell us about, or tell the, the viewing or listening audience what your passions are because we're talking about comics this moment but you have a lot more passions than just comics I do uh, I like to fabricate like movie props like handmade spaceships like miniatures model making scale modeling Gundams I build a lot of Gundams I kit bash a lot I uh, take toys and uh, refurbish them you know make custom out of them uh, repaint them, weather them, so they look very damaged. So I love doing that, and in that respect, I'm a huge fan of the things that are out there. So I'm a huge toy collector. I collect lots of Gundams. I collect Ashley Wood, World War Robot, vinyl figures, and uh, miniature wargaming. So see, it's all the same thing. It's just all amazing little sci-fi models. And what would you say is your favorite form? If you have a favorite, you know, I think that's a hard aspect for people in the nerd geekdom as far as my age range goes and we're we're close in age is um but i'm gonna ask a question anyway do you have a favorite genre of comics favorite yes sci-fi cosmic i love when people ask me which what are you a marvel (laughs) guy or a dc guy well i can't choose because i love silver surfer versus thanos yeah um, and then I also love, you know, the new gods and dark side. And, and I'm going to guess the Hulk. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but so, even though he's not cosmic, he is one of my all-time Let favorites. me ask you this. How often do you have the Hulk fighting Thanos parties? Um, yeah, every time I go, go get rain. Yep, give me some glow sticks. And okay. Now, uh, yeah, when Hulk went World War Hulk... You know, that turned him cosmic, turned one of my favorite guys into one of, into my favorite genre. And I was amazing. The Silver Savage, yes. Very cool. Yep. So you're into the sci-fi um, yes. aspect of the comics. Yeah. Uh, what is, tell us about your book. My book, Germs, is a uh, based on the human immune system. And it's about white blood cells and their army of millions uh, defending their world against invading aliens and monsters. And this is constantly happening. It's actually, that battle's been happening way longer than human beings or multicellular uh, things have existed, you know. So they, we just built an ecosystem around them while they're having this eon-old battle. So I thought it was just so interesting. So I wanted to shrink it down into a sci-fi-like genre of that medical fact going on okay well that's cool before i get to the next question though for our listening audience um where can they go to see your work right now online to kind of see what you do while we're while we're having these questions well Uh, well, it's germs uh g-e-r-m-z dash comics at facebook 
And also germs-comics.net is the website where you can download comic books and look at tons of art. Okay, fantastic. So my question then is for your comic. Tumblr and Twitter. Hmm? Tumblr, Tumblr, Tumblr and Twitter. You can find Germs with a Z, Germs Comics. What is <coughs> the universe called? Uh, like the human body. It's definitely it, the human body. Is it body. Bob? No, Mayor. Do you have a name for? Is it one? I do not know. Or is it one being that they're all intertwined with? Or is this a jumping galaxies? If this is the sci-fi is. term, um, to where it's like, and then these germs are yep. in. Yeah. James the way Centauri. I look at it, yeah, I never, uh, I, ne- I don't want it to be one person because this poor guy, he gets everything. My books, every single one of my books is a different disease, a different affliction, a different infection, and, you know, the way your own body reacts to things in an autoimmune issue. Uh, better so, not put a face on it. And all, yeah, but isn't it this poor guy? An all ages book, right? It's an all ages book. So it's probably better to be like, this person gets not only cancer, but sickle cell anemia and yeah. and I, I mean, I do try to keep it light with the, you know, tetanus and the cold, the flu, the whatever, but imagine this one guy for however long this series is going to be, and there's, there's countless of stories and occasions in the, in the microscopic world, that is microbiology, you know, all of that, that conflict is constant, so I'm never going to run out of ideas. So imagine all of this happening to this one guy. <laughs> oh, no. So, so we, I really, really focus on the, the white blood cells because we all do share the exact same mechanisms. You know, it's yeah. not the exact same guy, but it is the exact same mechanism. So in every book, it looks the same army, but it's in different worlds, and it's always strange. And I'm telling you, I want this to push the boundaries of sci-fi in this, you know, real real life story that we can't see with this real world, you know. That's awesome. Now, what got you interested in doing that? Or did you take biology? I, mean, I did. Is, well, well, it was, I mean, it was is like that one of your passions on no, the outside, or is it just... No, that's this? hard. That shit is hard. <laughs> My, uh, I, what, what it was, it was general health class in junior high, and they showed the flickery... Uh, um, strip, film strips about health, and it actually showed uh, um, microscope footage of white blood cells chasing around bacterium in the in the bloodstream, and I was like, what? I, I was blown away by that. You know, these are little dudes having it out, living their own world, and they also did a touch of animation to help us understand the valves closing and the chemicals being accepted in the membranes and whatnot, and all that was just like, oh, that was amazing. So that just festered in the back of my brain for the next 20 years while I watched, you know, Star Wars and Saving Private Ryan and Band of Brothers and the Clone Wars and all those huge army, you know, style battle, Battlestar Galactica, you know, uh, Stargate Atlantis where uh, there's just massive space battles. And I want to do that in microbiology. And I don't even know why. Because I, I'm a germaphobe, and every time somebody sneezes on me, I picture, you know, a, a little ships going light speed right into my nose, and I have no control over that. <laughs> and they're in there, man. So that was my first book. I had little germs going light speed inside somebody's nose, and they made their cells inside the body. We're under attack! They, exactly. <laughs> they very, very, very cool. <laughs> so have you learned more about microbiology than you ever thought you wanted to know. And I, I have. Like I said, it's really, really hard. And I've 
downloaded uh, microbiology. It's called MicroWorld, and it's a microbiology app. And they have a podcast about micro the microbiology today. And they discover so many new things on a daily basis. And I always go to there because I know that my comic books won't be outdated as soon as <laughs> going it for the old school learnings, you know. Mm-hmm. So they discover new things all the time, and I'm like, whoa, what's that? Whoa, what's that? And I don't have to do a whole year's course on each subject. I get, I go into the short article where it says, this microbe makes its way into your body as dust, and this is how the immune system reacts. Boom! That's all I need, and I make a 22-page comic book out of it. That's cool. Now, how many issues are you currently at with the journal? I am at number eight. Number eight. Yes, sir. So, are you... Like a lot of, you're independent. What did you have your own publishing? Are you published with somebody else? I go through a different printing company every time, trying to find the best deals for whatever situation I am at that time. But so I do publish it myself. Like a lot of the other guys, we all sell sell through whoever's cheapest. Of course, everyone here knows that we are part of ImmortalSamurai.com, and that's our Immortal Samurai is our comic publishing and. We do have a couple of other, or another person that we uh, that we publish, and we're looking to expand that. So maybe the worlds can collide in that area. Yeah, well. awesome. but um, well, that's cool. So is Germs your only title? That you Germs is my only title that exists. I have uh, another project that I've been working on since I was a kid, since junior high, in the in the art room with those other comic book guys that I met. And me and my brother made up our own world and our own story, you know, it's the same characters, full-on, whole another universe. It's a lot more graphic, a lot deeper. It's, of course, it's sci-fi genre, again, uh, very superhero-y. It's, uh, yeah, I have that going, and uh, I also have, like, two other scripts that I eventually want to go. Like, I'm a huge animation fan, so that's actually what Germs was supposed to be as a cartoon, but... Since I don't have an animation company, I'm doing the comic books or eight storyboard short films ready to go. And so I'm, I have two other scripts that are can go into animation or into comic books. I just don't know where I want to go with those yet, or I'm able to go with those. Yeah. Yep. So what is your end goal? Your your dream? Your vision? Dream. If you could do anything with what you have, or acquire the things you need to do what you would like to do, what would that be? I would love to make all of my projects into cartoons. Animation is my, you know, my favorite. Uh, if, if sci-fi is my favorite genre of comic books, then animation is my favorite altogether genre of sci-fi. So I love what they do with the Justice League cartoons, Young Justice. I love what they do with Samurai Jack. I love what they do with Clone Wars, the 3D cartoon. You know, all that is amazing to me. So that's what I would do. I would take my comic books and make those into films. Then I would take my other scripts and make those into films. And then at the same time have my comic books be not, you know, exist as well as the animation, you know. And through that animation, I would love to make toys because I obviously love the action figures, the scale modeling, all that, I would completely produce lines off of all of my comic books and cartoons because they all can have toys, you know, or like McFarlane-style toys or Mass Effect-style toys, you know, all of that. That's what I would do if I can do the whole line. If you had everything. Oh, yeah, if I had everything. But my dream is to win a Nobel Prize for Education because of germs. 
Wouldn't that be sick? Yeah. A, a comic book nerd would have us winning a Nobel Peace Prize or a Nobel Education Prize. That's right. It's unheard of. <clears throat> so far. So far. We're just lucky to so be in the mainstream on any level. Did Dr. Seuss win one? For some reason, that's bouncing around in my head. That is possibility. That's probably the closest thing we got. People, so people Google yeah. that. And but I want to be one of us. Comments. Yeah, Google us. Let us know. Tell me how much of a tweet is how big of a dumbass I am. <laughs> hey, if he didn't, he should have. For the internet, he should have. Wrong. That's why it's bouncing in my head. He should have. If he did not, he definitely should have. Dr. Give him a thing, will you? Post-mortem. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't need the million dollars. Go to the show. Yeah. Mail yeah. it into the podcast. Send it to Steve Stone, care of <laughs> PayPal. <laughs> Bluesinsoul at gmail.com. <laughs> so, well, that's cool. Where or when do you see yourself getting into the other comic? The other With comic, brother. my brother, we've... <laughs> the. We're very aware of our mortality, and <laughs> so we were like, "We gotta get on this." And uh, we've been working, like I said, we've been working on it since we were kids. But he's about to produce a script for the first issue here by spring or summer. Oh, that's fantastic! So your brother is writing it. Yeah. And um, obviously, your younger brother. Yep. One of them is it the middle or the the baby? The baby. Yeah. Very cool. Who writes germs? Is that completely, I'm completely you? me? So underneath it just says Sig. Yes. Sig, 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 Henry Sig. Yes. Sig. Written, illustrated, ri- created, written, and drawn by Sig Henriquez. Yep. And then if I have help with the bubbles and lettering, it'll say, you know, letters by XX, whoever does it. Adam Someone Krenn other than Sig. Yeah. A yeah. buddy of ours, Adam <laughs> Krenn, has yeah. done a few of the issues. Yeah. yeah. Everything Sig. Everything not, not Sig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a couple questions. Um, what, getting back to the comic books, and your past, what would you say is your your favorite run of a comic book, like a title or? Yeah, I know, I know it's the cosmic stuff, but like, is it like it's Annihilation? Annihilation? Yeah, Annihilation was really good, and a very close second is the Green Lantern Corps War. Nice, that was amazing. God, I love Evan Evans. It, 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 Evans or something. <laughs> that guy, those guys. Ethan Van Skyver. Yes, yeah, Van Skyver. Yeah. Amazing. Close to heavens. I <laughs> suck with names. I'm sorry. That's right. You can sit, drop anything. I'd probably know it. Yeah, but Jeff you Johns, can drop anything, and I would just nod my head because I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, but Jeff Johns, he, he's just like spearheaded all that. He's an amazing right? Yeah, he's amazing. Just, dude. He, yeah, brought me back from being yeah. almost a nothing and then explained a bunch of hokey stuff in the ba- in the past. And, and I loved it. I ate it all up with gravy. Yummy. Yeah. What about the Infinite, uh, Infinity Gauntlet? Yeah, the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, okay. See, I'm surprised you passed that one up. Well, the reason I the reason I passed it up is because Thanos was in the uh, Annihilation, and it was oh, amazing yeah. what he did, you know? But the Infinity Gauntlet, to me, is the giant's shoulders were standing on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and it, the art, it was not... Annihilation's art blows that away, and uh, the Reaper stuff and core... Uh, Green Lantern Corps yeah. that art away. So that's why I'm looking at the big picture, you know, and these two guys did come after and they couldn't even exist, I don't think, without the, the yeah. Infinity Gauntlet. To me, the Infinity Gauntlet is like Bible and all that. Yeah. So, you know, that's why I didn't say that. I was like... Yeah, yeah. Well, I, just mean, I mean, it's definitely up there. You yeah. Know, it's almost yeah, like saying like, you know, you can't say, oh, I love, you know, this current kids book that I was saying. Yeah, but Dr. Seuss is good too. Yeah, yeah. yeah right, right, right. <laughs> 
Like, like Harry Potter, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's why I didn't do that. Like, where does it end? You know, like I give it all up to oh that Crow Magna man who decided to pick up a rock. Yeah. <laughs> or about a through the deer. Yeah, yeah. Or an antelope or whatever the heck they had back in those Crow Magna yeah. days. First guy who decided to get off of that goddamn tree. Yeah. Give it up. That's my inspiration. <laughs> that first microbe amendment. <laughs> that first microbe that decided I'm not gonna be slime anymore. Let's mm-hmm. partner up together and let's uh yeah. get a bunch of friends. Yeah. It's like the comic world. That's how it works. And let's just get a couple of friends together yeah. and do something. A C C of algae. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, what do you like to do, or outside of comics? Um, is uh, there such a thing? Yes, there okay. is. I'm a single father of two kids, and uh, they're amazing. So, I don't want to get. I don't want to be self-involved. As weird as that sounds, you know, in my line of work, I have to be, you know, I have to think of these stories and these worlds, and I need time to draw and time to promote, you know, it's hard work, it's self-centered work, but I cannot forget about those kids, they're, your, they have childhoods, they're growing up, so. That's right, how old are your kids? Um, 19 and 12. 19 and I've known 12. them their whole lives. That's good. Not many, not many, not many, many fathers can say that. So, and it's important. And you have a 19-year-old daughter who is also an artist, as I just discovered. Um, Tell us a little bit about her and her inspirations that, and then we'll go back to your inspiration. Well, it was on me. I'm her total inspiration. No, um, she (laughs) is just so humble. She is amazing. She's uh, just amazing. She's a firecracker. She's naturally gifted, and she's a go-getter. She looks and learns something, and she practices it until she masters it. She's going to just blow us all away. Yeah, she's amazing. She's passing up most of the people in the group that have been doing it for their whole lives. Yeah, she's already, like, self-employed doing comics. Yeah, I have to drive limos and bartend two jobs. You know, and then I get to draw. Yeah, she's like, I just saw stuff on Tumblr. I'm like, wait, what? I forgot I had a Tumblr, you know? Yeah. Exactly. She's, she's amazing. Where where can we find her art? Uh, she's Kiki Face on Tumblr and KikiFace.com. Now, how do you spell Kiki? K-I-K-I Face. Dot com. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, go support her as well and and see what cool things that she has. Yeah. More pro- support us. And she's doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> she's doing very well, so support her father. Yeah. yeah. With uh, germs. And... What are your influences? Obviously, we um, know it's some sci-fi. Well, and oh, no. My, Ralph McQuarrie, he is a concept artist for Star Wars. He used to be a NASA yeah. uh, space artist, I guess you could call yeah. it. The missions and all their plans to to do the things that they did. Instead of building everything, he would draw the entire scenario out meticulously to, to show what the mission would look like, and then they would pitch it. So he went on to do the Star Wars films, and he created the George Lucas universe from his script. That, to me, got me, man. The, the way George Lucas did a whole anthropological work around all these background characters, and Ralph McQuarrie illustrated them. Yeah, the, the original, man. more samurai, Vader, Luke with the gas mask. Luke with the gas mask. All that stuff. Yeah, uh, uh, Solo with that, the green uh, lizard creature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All original, you know, the attack on the Death Star, Jabba's Palace, on and on. Name anything in Star Wars. The, 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 the Star Amazing Scenes. Yeah. And Ralph McQuarrie painted them first. 
Yeah, it's so cool. That's very really cool. <laughs> He's one of my influences, and Eastman and Laird were huge because I was in junior high when they first, when I first started getting their comic books, you know, Ninja Turtles and everything. And uh, we used to draw a Sharpie. That was where I was introduced with a Sharpie. And my friend drew this uh, awesome Leonardo with a Sharpie, and it looked exactly like Eastman and Laird's. So I was like, <laughs> and I started, you know, doing that, and I went that way. So they were huge influences. Um, and then later on, Jandy Tartavarsky, the Samurai Jack, all of his cartoons, you know, are amazing. So, those are my, my three biggies. Three biggies. Oh, and just right there when you thought it was going to get even deeper into the history of Mr. Sig Henriquez, we got to cut it short. That's right, kids. This interview goes on a lot longer. But you know what? That's awesome. Because Sig is extremely fascinating and has a ton of stories. So, stay tuned to catch the last half of this amazing interview with Sig. Next issue, issue 5 of the Set in Stone podcast. And remember, these things should be bagged and boarded, you heartless bastards. regarding Immortal Samurai comics and the podcast, please visit ImmortalSamurai.com for all the updates on conquests, chain reaction, as well as art, convention schedules, and commission lists. That's www.ImmortalSamurai.com The intro and outro music for the Set in Stone podcast is provided by The Devils You Know. You can find them on their Facebook page at The Devils You Know and at ReverbNation.com slash The Devils You Know. Check them out. They're an awesome band. I highly recommend them. <laughs>